Like, what tea bag is the size of your hand? None that I want to engage with. Exactly. That's for sure. Welcome to Half Baked, the first, best, and only podcast about the Great British Bake Off. I am one of your hosts, Megan Reynolds. And I'm your other co-host, Alex Jung. And we are here to talk about the second episode of the sixth season. It is biscuit week. Biscuits. Biscuits. Or cookies, really. I mean, I actually have questions about the difference. Right, right. We have lots of questions. As always. Um, but uh, for this episode of uh, Half Baked, we have a very special guest. Woo! And uh, his name is Joe Ho, and he is a chef de partay at Per Se in New York City. Fancy New York City. Hey, Joe. Hey guys, how you guys doing? Really good. Fantastic. We're, we're very excited to have you here. Yes, because we have so many questions about cookies and things. Right, because normally it's Megan and I ignorantly asking each other questions about baking that neither of us can actually right. answer. But this time we have an expert who can actually answer those questions. Exactly. And I'll hopefully be able to answer them. Or, you know, <laughs> try not to make a complete fool of myself. I think you'll be, I think I've utmost confidence in you. I really do. So I do want to ask you what exactly a chef de partie means. So chef de partie is basically... Oh, partie, sorry. Partie is basically a French word that's saying you're in charge of a station. So right now I'm in charge of a specific station in pastry. For example, right now I'm in charge of ice cream. So I make all the ice creams for a restaurant right now. I'm also in charge of other things. But yeah, ice cream is the main, main part of my day. So this week... They, instead of making just one large thing, they have to make many things, right. many and, little things consistently. And they all have to be uniform. Yes, which yeah. is, sounds like hell. Right. The judges were very, very... The, I think that was the big sticking point for a lot of them was that they wanted everything to be the exact same size. Exact same size, exact same texture, color, consistency, all of the... Th I mean, I, the, yeah, all the things you would expect someone who was really good at making cookies right and because also you want uh because if there are 24 different cookies you want and 24 different people are eating them you want them to have the same experience exactly of that cookie. why would one person get a shitty cookie that would be sad Travesty. really upsetting so the first challenge is the signature bake mm -hmm. as always and it was biscotti i'm gonna say biscotti every okay. time Alrighty, Giada. everybody's biscotti looked like something I would possibly eat. Which of the biscotti stood out to you? Um, I was, Alvin made a jackfruit, pistachio, and macadamia nut biscotti. Right. Which Paul seemed very worried about the dryness of the biscotti because... Well, he was using fresh fruit. Right. I think that which was a big problem. Which seems worrisome. Right, right. And, and it did seem to be a problem when, in terms of actual execution. Right. Because the biscotti wasn't hard enough or dry enough. Right. Um, when you're experienced, Joe, would you make a biscotti, would a biscotti be made with a fruit as like wet like as a like a jackfruit or like a mango? Yeah. Or like oh. a fresh fruit in general. No, I mean, generally I would never do that. Or <laughs> <laughs> no, Alvin, I mean, you heard it here. <laughs> listen, Alvin, we're, we're helping yeah, you out. So if I totally know what I'm doing, yeah, I definitely wouldn't use like a fresh fruit because again, it has all that liquid in it. It's fresh. Right. And biscotti is... I don't know. I always see us colors. Let's ham. Let's hammer this thing a little bit and make it totally dry. Because again, the point of biscotti is to dip it in said drink coffee. 
don't know, what, what are European streets these days? Whatever. Like something a like Nest Cafe or something. Yes, Nest Cafe, something like that. I feel like there was worry about Alvin's, the moistness of his biscotti, mm-hmm. but it worked out. It did see, It did seem like Somehow. he executed it mostly. Well, he, he seemed to leave it. He understood that it was too wet still in the first bake. Right. And then so he kept it in the oven longer before he cut into it. Right. right. So a question that I have about the biscotti round, about the signature bake round, is two hours a realistic amount of time to make biscotti? It seems like, if, I feel like it would take me, like, the better part of a day. Well, you're not on the Great British I'm Bake not, Off. I'm not. But, like, is two hours, like, a reasonable amount of time to expect someone to make, like, how many was it? 24? Yeah. Like, uniform biscotti. Hmm? I mean, personally, I never cooked in on a great estate. In the tent <laughs> of all these ovens, <laughs> a great view. Right. I'm sorry, Rally the Kitchens. You're probably stuck in a windowless room, like sweating, sweating, kind of. Don't worry. I mean, yeah, it's you're like probably smelling sweating. Men. So yes, I mean, I mean, cooking time. Yeah, I mean, personally, we would probably like break it down, like bake off like the main part of it, and like let it dry out, like a dehydrator, just let it low and slow, and just let it go, and just get as, as dry as you want it. Right. But, like, I guess if you really need to, you can do it in two hours. But again, it's not like the most realistic thing. Like again, like I don't know, like because a lot of the time you're just kind of like just staying there. I mean, like you see on the show, they just kind of like stand there and they kind of just like kind of freak out. I think that's actually the funniest part when they kind of stand there and freak out. <laughs> that like, is, they yeah. They stand there and like right freak out and then they kind of like look at the oven like, oh my gosh, what's gonna right. happen? What's gonna well, happen? because once you pop it in the oven, there's nothing you can do. You're about just waiting yeah. and you can't like go outside and smoke a cigarette or like go like go like take a shower. Or, they like, should calm maybe down. allow them to like have a dra- like on drag race. <laughs> yes. Um, like an untucked lounge. Yes, where they're just like outside like fretting Britishly <laughs> about like because I mean I, one of the things about the the show and especially during. The biscotti round is that they spend a lot of time just like peering into the ovens, just nervously. Oh, yes. Right. And how often does that happen in, prof- in a professional kitchen? I am assuming never. Oh, but no, never. You I tell me. Time. No, I mean I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm like I'm gonna throw a timer on this and was it ten minutes? Like I gotta go to the bathroom, man. It's like yeah. I gotta go. I'm going to the bathroom. I'm coming back in like less than ten minutes. All right. And that's what I'm gonna do or something like that. So let's talk about some of the biscottis that you thought were standouts. Um. I liked Ian's. Oh, me too. Uh, tall Ian who tall Ian. grows his own rosemary. Adorable. He he made an orange cranberry and rosemary biscotti with almonds and then also an orange caramel glaze, I believe. Which felt really weird to me. That was like the one thing that I thought sounded really good. The gross. orange glaze? Uh-huh. Is it because it's the word glaze? I don't like a glazed biscotti. I like them to be bone dry. If oh. I'm going to have them, I like, them, I like to... Bite into it thinking that I'm going to lose a tooth. Like you're going to destroy the yeah. of your mouth. Like the roof of my mouth will be It's going to get all scratched. Yeah, it's going to feel gross. I don't know if I like that. Because if a cookie is supposed to be super fucking dry like a biscotti is, from my understanding, based on this television program, <laughs> then it should be like, I should be able to like have some trouble like breaking it. It should be really fucking dry because in no other... I mean, okay, okay. There's, there's a point. It should be like a Civil War war attack. Yes, it's like, yes. oh gosh, I got you. It should be like, like hard attack. It's hard attack. Someone it's should like, be like, yeah, I can bring this, I can bring this like overseas with me to the new world exactly. and like, it's going to be great. It's like, Someone should be throwing it to me across a battlefield and I'm like catching it and like <laughs> bayoneting a Confederate soldier. Like that's... Or That's you can it use it to, 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 as a grappling hook to also climb that. up places. It should be like a multi-purpose uh-huh. pastry. Okay. Um, Ugne, have we figured out how to pronounce? I'm. I think it's Ugne. It's Ugne. Yeah. Like nay, like a horse. Well, uh, also there's the the issue with the fact that the British pronunciation might be a little bit different. Sure. Also, I'm gonna stick with Ugne, and then uh, Madam, if you're listening, sorry. She made a white wine biscotti with goji, goji berries. berries. 
Which was like, why the fuck would you do that? They said it tasted good, though. But what the yeah. fuck is a white wine biscotti? That sounds disgusting. It makes no sense to me. I don't even know what goji berry is. Like being like, it's the it's the like Himalayan yeah. red berry I that has eat it when you want to pretend to be healthy. Yes, right. that's exactly what you put them in an acai bowl. Yeah, it's and like, then no. you Instagram it and then feel really good about yourself exactly. and then like go eat some pop like, later. I don't know if this is just me, but like as. A cooking type professional, I want to put things in there that are tasting delicious. It's my job to make things taste delicious. Right. Like no one ever says, "Oh, gee, I'm craving goji berries this morning." It's like, no, 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 who does that? Well, no especially not that. in a biscotti. Exactly. Right. Like, I want <laughs> like you're having a cookie. You're having like a it's a cookie, but I feel like a biscotti. Yes, it's a cookie, but it's also like it's a it's, cookie. It's not like a cookie cookie. It's still a cookie. It's a this cookie. This guy still counts as a cookie. I yeah, mean. but I mean, I feel like it's a healthier cookie, which is crazy of me. So the second part, as always, is the technical bake, which is my favorite part of the episode. It's the shadiest. It is. It is super shady. And this time, I think Paul was very pleased with himself because he made them make Arlettes. They look amazing. Now, why did you choose this challenge? Because it's very tricky, Mary, and you know me. Basically, it's puff pastry. That is sheer perfection. It's wafer thin. You can see all the cinnamon in the sugar and then the spiral. If you snap that, see, it breaks very easily. And then... See what I mean? It's got a bit of bite to it. It's not like a wafer. Basically, it's all about the lamination on this. The layers of the dough and butter, dough and butter. I'm sure we're going to get a variety of shapes. Says he with a huge grin on his face. Um, so I still don't actually know what an Arlette is. It looks like a pommier to me, mm-hmm. only thinner. Which is... sounds gross. I I think that sounds <clears throat> delicious, personally. I think pommiers are too flaky. Um, but that's the point. <clears throat> that's like what croissants do. I know, but I feel like a croissant should be flaky, but a cookie should not. All right. It's like two different forms. Well, we're going to start a goddamn war Can't on this wait. podcast. Can't fucking wait. Well, basically, Arlette is like a cousin of like puff pastry. It's like, it's like a cookie, but it's again, it's just like, why can't you how not like it? It's like it's layers of butter. <laughs> True. Like, Thank you, thing. Joe. True. It's layers I just... of butter. But it's like, basically, it's a cousin or like offset of like puff pastry. And like, you roll it out and it's just tasty delicious. It's like, oh, and you push your own. So it's like, yeah, okay, fine. It's like, <laughs> right. I feel no, like. No, this is a bad idea. So it's no never. It's a bad idea. Said no one ever. Except for this one, apparently. Listen, I'm very particular in what I like. And I don't like palmiers. And I do not think... And Arlette feels... Wait, so you don't like puff pastry, then? No, I do like puff pastry, but just not in this application. Not you as a cookie. You haven't even tried it. I mean, if someone wants to fucking make me one, then we'll go from there. <laughs> but I can tell you from right here, right now... All right, New York City. If there's someone who wants to give us Arlettes and <laughs> convince Megan that they could I'll, possibly be delicious, let us know. I'll probably eat it and be really happy about it. So uh, one thing I do want to ask you is that they talk a lot about... One of the major techniques of making an Arlette seems to be lamination. Um, can you explain what lamination is? So basically lamination is when you take dough and butter and like you just make folds out of it. Because, um, all right, well, American butter is like worse. So it's like 80% fat... 20% water, huh. European butter, which a lot of restaurants use because, face it, butter's delicious. It's more like 84, 83 to like 86%, depending on what brand you buy. Oh. So the reason why you have lemonade is that like said croissant or like anything, like it's just basically dough full or fat. But then when you bake it, that steam releases and that's why you get the, yeah, that's why you get the layers of oh, dough and everything. I see. Got it. Yeah. And so the, the thing here was that they had to make a larger butter... Roll like out. a sheet? Like, yeah. what the fuck and is that? And then put the dough in there, and then... It was like a reverse yeah. lamination, right. I yes. think is what I heard. 
So <clears throat> is it normally the dough around the butter? Yeah, so it's usually the dough around the butter. So like you make, you roll out your dough and you have the butter and then you do your folds. Like, like, right. I don't know, there's all these... I mean, everyone has different names for it. Like you can do a book fold. I heard single, book fold on the, on the thing, so, and I was like, the fuck yes, is that? Yes, okay. Exactly. For this stupid cookie, which I'm still not sold on, uh-huh. you have to reverse... They were reverse laminated, so they're wrapping the butter around the dough? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Lamination is obviously stupidly hard because your dough and your butter has to be, like, the same consistent temperature. Ooh. Like, a lot of, like, factors mm. happen. Right? So, like... Right. Well, it's just really cold, and you have to work a bit differently, and it's just really warm, you have to work faster. It just, again, it takes a lot of, like knowing your environment and everything. Mm-hmm. Sometimes why it's totally hilarious because you have like, what, how many people just sitting there just freaking out? Right, <laughs> so, so this would be a pretty challenging technical. I mean, yeah, it's totally they, challenging. If they never made it before and they just yeah. got this sort of blind recipe. Like yeah. a Mad Lib right. of yeah. a recipe. It's hard for anybody, anybody. Like even like a real kitchen bakery situation, like there's some people that don't do proper ones. Like you can, again, if your butter is say too cold and you're, those too soft, you're just gonna get all these like little shardy stuff and it's just like oh. garbage. But if it's too hot, then you're not gonna get actual lamination. You're just gonna have like a hot mess of That's what would happen to me. I would the hot just, mess part. Mm-hmm. I would yes. literally never attempt this. Okay, so everyone's Arlet, from what I recall, looked pretty much like what Paul wanted. There were a couple of mishaps, right? Well, a lot of them, it seems like they didn't get the proper lamination or the striations weren't right. Because the, the ones that at least Paul showed sort of had very tight coils, coils or whatever. And yeah. Other, some look like snails. Like Paul's look like a snail. Like it just had like a the second brown Paul's did look inside. like a snail. Right. That's true. Um, so the people who did well were Dorette won the. Somehow. I think she's actually a good technical baker is what I'm getting mm, a sense of. I think her flavor combinations are what A little questionable. Of, yeah, I think okay. that's what gets her. Okay. Um, and then second was Flora. Flora mm-hmm. is like a beast in these. The young ones always are. <laughs> Martha, Ruby. Oh, I remember Martha. <clears throat> Martha was hilarious. They're always like these weird little like rabbit moppets that come from the countryside and they're always so good. Right. Well, if you're in the countryside, what are you doing There's nothing else to do. Perfect. Exactly. All they Everyone. do is and you have no there. internet, jeez, it's like, oh god, I'm gonna how to land right now. They exactly. definitely don't have internet. <laughs> no, so they just like figure out how to make a really good pie crust and like turn shit out. That's what I, I guess that's what I would do if right. I lived in like the borough. It looked like Mar- it looked like uh, Flora lived in the Weasley's house from Harry Potter. Her sister was unicycling in their kitchen in her B-roll, <laughs> which was like the most ridiculous thing that I've ever seen. While Martha, she was like... It's not ridiculous. It's just called Bushwick. You're right. <laughs> um, and then third was Ian, Ian our favorite. Somehow. Um, and then the bottom three were Nadia, Paul, and Marie. Marie was 11th place. Marie had a problem with turning her oven on. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because she only made four, four out of the four. required eight. <laughs> right. Um, and that seems like a very rookie mistake. Did she just not? She just she just didn't turn it for, on. I think she forgot. I oh, like halfway through or something. And the oven wasn't properly heated, I assume, or preheated, and so she. Only, yeah. Yeah. But they've had problems. This has happened before, in the past, and I wonder if it's just because you get so flustered. Maybe you're like, "Fuck, I'm making something that I've never made before." I mean, Marie was having a bad day. She was having a bad she, day. She came off a bad biscotti round. I mean, and there's really... Everyone has those in bad disguise. I mean, I have... Exactly. Yes. Everyone. (laughs) And so I think she carried that bad juju into the technical. Probably. I would have done the same, I think. Yeah. Um, And what was wrong with Nadia's? 
Uh, they were I, just like not good, possibly. Yeah. Nadia has not been doing great in these technical bakes. No, she always looks super stressed too. Like, I think she is stressed. Extra, but like extra stressed. She's an anxious person. She is an anxious person. But I identify with her the most because Me she's too. such an anxious person. Yeah. Because she's always like, fuck. Right. Fucked it up. Oh, well, who cares? Right. Going home. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Life is good. It's and she's, fine. She's hard on herself. She is. Yeah. And she's she like is. tiger momming herself the she entire is, time. As you should. Listen, yeah. it's the only way to get ahead. Uh, oh, so after the Arlette um, incident uh, was the Showstopper Bake featuring 36 cookies that must be presented in a box also made of cookies. And my favorite part about this entire section was that they said the word box so many times <laughs> In close relation to the words munch and eat, because I'm a 12-year-old boy, and it made me laugh every Same single time. time. <laughs> yep, every single time. And, and the one uh, technical distinction also is that the biscuit box uh, had to be a different kind of biscuit. Oh, that's right, inside. yeah. Yeah, so you couldn't just make like a shortbread box with shortbread cookies. Right. You had to right. fuck shit up. That would be too matchy-matchy. Yep, and I mean, why would no one wants that? No. So, Alex, talk to me about what you enjoyed about this round. Well, so most, uh, so one of the things that struck out to me, which makes sense, is that most people made gingerbread boxes or boxes made out of gingerbread. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are there any other occasions you would, like, a gingerbread house obviously is like the one time when you're going to make a fucking structure so, out so of a cookie. Why gingerbread is the big question. He says something that, like, everyone goes up to. So, automatically, if you think structure, you think, oh, I'm going to go with gingerbread. I mean, also, gingerbread, like, the cookie is made to be kind of hammered a bit, so it's uh, going to be structurally sound. But why? Like, what about gingerbread as a cookie? Like, what about, like, its structure or the stuff that's in it makes it so, like, hearty, I guess? Um, there's really, actually, like, barely liquid in there, except for, like, whatever um, eggs are in there. High, for most recipes I've seen, it's very high in, like, flour. And okay. Pretty high in sugar, too, which helps it, like, dry out a little bit better. Mm -hmm. So then... Makes them a little more sturdier. So a lot of people, like Alex said, went with gingerbread, but a couple of them went with shortbread. With shortbread, and I feel like a shortbread also doesn't have much liquid in it, right? No, it doesn't. It's, it's literally like shortbread is literally just like flour, sugar, butter, blister crack out of it, and like a mixture or something like that, and just you just form a dough, which again has like no liquid, so it dries out really quick. We should maybe talk about the big mishap this episode. Oh. When Nadia was having problems oh. making her Chinese box, which I wasn't quite clear what that was exactly. It was like a weird dome. It, yeah, her. Yeah. Her Chinese box. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of watched it like, should I be offended? Yeah, by I know. That? I was like, what the like, fuck? But what is like a Chinese. Okay, so Chinese but you know what? what she's an, she's she's like a she's also a person of color. She and, is an immigrant, so I'm gonna give her a she pass can play that on card. This. She can totally play no, that I'm card. I'm giving her a pass on it this time. I mean, I just wasn't sure what the initial box was supposed to. I thought it was very impressive that she made fortune cookies. Right. I had also never seen how fortune cookies were made. Yes. Like I, when she was like shaping them over the teacup, I was like, oh. Right. Um, blew my mind. Yeah. But the Chinese box, um, there was, it was gonna, it was gonna be really cute. Um, well, yeah. So it was a fiasco mainly because the judge Mel, broke right? It. it was Mel. Mel broke it. Yeah. Which uh, I think adds like a nice little sheen of um, amateurness to the 
show in some ways. Because the judges are always like all up in people's shit? Kind of. Well, because because you would never see that happen on an American reality show. You would never see Tom on Top Chef like fucking with something. Yeah, like, yeah literally, that's true. Like, breaking someone's Oh, that's structure. very true. That's very true. I mean, well, the, the thing about the show that I think is enjoyable is that the judges are so... They're really they're super nice and they're also really involved. Mm-hmm. Like last week during Durrett's um, moose incident. I can't believe this is actually happening. Durrett, what's to be done? Nothing. Oh no 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 come. There's lots to be done. Piping is a great thing. There's yeah. no need to get upset. With every reason. No, because it's just a cake. <laughs> it's not just a cake. It is just oh, a cake. Which is still really it's tragic. Pains me to think about still. It, yeah. I just wrecked it. I literally can't believe I did that, and I'm so, I'm mortified. How can I make amends? So I I mean I did appreciate that at least Mel in this instance uh, very quickly fessed up to the fact that she had screwed up. Well, she would have been a real shithead if she had it, it right? Would, well, and it was also on camera. <laughs> I yeah, it was so. like, I mean, yeah, they had it all like on record right. that she like poked the baked Alaska the, incident. It was not like the baked Alaska incident, which right. was also very traumatic. And right. We don't need to we don't need to go there. We're not going to rehash. We that. don't. I, I mean, my God. Um, so yeah, Nadia's, I, despite the, the crack, the incident with right. the lid and her Chinese box, um, I, I like, I liked what she did. I liked her idea. I thought idea. it was cute. Yeah. Also, I liked the fact that she added cayenne into the mm-hmm. gingerbread mix. It mm-hmm. made it a little bit different. I thought that was nice. Yeah. It adds the redness to it. Which didn't really seem to play out, but you know what? A for effort. Yeah. Well, Paul seemed to like the kick from the dough. He did. And I was idea. surprised because I feel like they hate spicy stuff. Well... I guess Nadia's just hitting that spice spot. Okay. <laughs> You're right. Um, let's talk about some ones that were sh- not so awesome. I was going to say shitty, but that felt rude. Because none of them are <laughs> shitty. I couldn't do any of this oh, shit. Oh, no, same. So, like, none of them are... I am in no position to be calling any of this stuff shitty. They're all pretty impressive to yeah. me. Poor Dorette. She, she, um, she made a box that was, like, supposed to be a lily pad... Yes. And she made, it looked like she made the frog out of fondant at the top. <laughs> it looked like a little female frog. Right, yeah. And it was cute. Yeah. It was like fine. And then right. when you open the box. It's very twee. It was a little twee. It but was a, a lot of them have very twee sensibilities. I mean, we'll get to yeah. the issue, my main issue. No, but she made these gross sounding like green tea and cocoa. Yeah. Shortbreads. And it sounded like it was just too bitter. Why would you? Like would, the, do those things sound like they would work together no, for you? No, it sounds like a hot mess. Thank and like, you. you just look at it, it's just like, oh, it's just like, this looks totally unappealing. And like a matcha like, shortbread sounds fine. Yeah, but I'm like, why would you add cocoa to it? It's just right. like, it's just too much for me. It's just like, I don't know. I can just like, just taste it in my mouth. It just tastes awful. Also, do you feel like using a cookie cutter is cheating? Yeah. That's a. I do. Hmm, okay. Really? I don't think it's so. I mean, cookie cutters are there for a reason. I mean, like, it's the same thing for like brown punches. Like, I want friendly perfectly round, then I'm gonna use a round punch. Like, I mean, right, same thing. I don't think there's anything wrong with using I, I kind of agree with you on this. So, okay, with that in mind, I regardless of the you know legitimacy of the cookie cutters, I still think that a matcha and cocoa flavored shortbread sounds disgusting. Okay, sure, yeah, hard stop. Like, I, I don't think anyone's story. disagreeing with you on Great. that. Great, yeah, just what I like. Sandy's. Sun-dried tomato hamper mm-hmm. that was full of Parmesan rounds with that were cheese. filled with cream cheese. Uh-huh. In my notes, it says, "What the hell? No." So that I feel like I could see that on like a suburban at like a suburban party at like a tough. Like, it sounds like a recipe card yeah, that you some, get from like 
Yeah. Some like weird. With a white wine spritzer. I just don't white think. White wine spritzer or like box wine. Box like a Franzia, like a Franzia. Yeah. Or like, or like a, a yellowtail. Like yeah. Yellowtail. Like, like the big God. magnum of yellowtail. Running. If and then, party, and then like a crudite platter. Yeah, like you're kind of like, you'll just eat it, but you're not really eating it just because you want it, but it's like, okay, it's kind of there. And... I don't know, there's a, there's a part of me that likes the disgustingness about it. Well, I... <laughs> of course <laughs> I think it's one of those foods that you just eat it, you just hate yourself after. It's like, oh. It's a bold move to go for a savory cookie, and I feel like they it's are... It's not a cookie, it's a biscuit. So th- now <laughs> is where we get into the fucking biscuit cookie delineation. Uh-huh. Right. Okay, so say, sure. Fine. But I mean, what do you consider like a shortbread that's made with like rye? Like a rye shortbread? Very Nordic. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> think those Nordic are delicious Nordic. actually. I but... think it'll taste good. I think it'll taste fine. I don't think like, I think like using other flowers is nice because like you get different flavors from it. Right. And but... I don't think there's anything. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. You're, you're talking. You're doing um, more. But I don't think it makes sense. Like, I mean, again, like different flowers have different flavors. So yeah. there's nothing wrong with using whole wheat. Like, mm-hmm. again, like everything has place and taste and if you know what the hell you're doing then you can make it taste good that's true that's i mean not point. making a matcha cocoa thing i no. probably would not be my first idea or second uh i do think that the category of biscuit encompasses a lot more right because mm. you have things like crackers like crackers are considered biscuits in, oh yeah uh, you're in the biscuit category what are they called crisps uh no crisps a crisp are is a potato chips. chip no but oh i also no, I, I, I heard my friends call them like a crisp like a Cracker crisp or oh, oh, maybe like there are maybe there are like those water like those water crackers. Yes, those are like a crisp, possibly. Well, in either case, my, my point merely is that I sure. think that a biscuit <laughs> in, in in England encompasses a lot more. I can't wait until we have a British correspondent <laughs> to really clear this shit up because we are just making wild <laughs> accusations. I do want to talk about Matt's gingerbread okay, fire Okay, we can, we can discuss those. I think that would be great for an eight-year-old's birthday. That's exactly what it looked like. I'll, I will say... The that construction was amazing. It was in there. I was impressed. Like, that was a kind of level of twee that, while it was not my taste, I respected what happened. It was like a little bit like um, like outsider art. I did think it was creative that he made windows out of crushed, melted, crushed hard candy. For the um, for the truck, it was innovative. That was yeah, cute. That's pretty smart. I don't know. That's pretty smart. I yeah. Like, do that. Like people do. Yeah. It's... Like to me, I think he should have won because that to me was the most complicated construction that I saw. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. And also, like, and the cookie itself, the Earl Grey cookies with the tea bag, like the that tea bag was, shape. That was better than Flora's. Flora's were like gigantic. They were just huge. Yeah. Right? They were like the size of your hand. Like, what tea bag is the size of your hand? None that I want to engage with. Exactly. That's for sure. Um, the two, the last one that, why? Someone, I'm just going to look, I'm going to Google translate how to pronounce her fucking name. Just let it go. Just keep going. It's bothering me. So she, Ugni made what I thought was one of the ugliest cookie boxes I've ever seen in my life. So I adore Ugne's cookie box oh. in this case. I love the garish colors. It was like this weird, it was a cookie jar. So the concept was... A cookie jar with a baby crawling into the cookie jar to get what was in the jar. And she made the baby, she made like an ass and a torso <laughs> and like baby legs out of fondant, attached it to the side of the box. The top was like covered in like, it was like Flowers. weird, like piped flat. It looked awful. Right. 
Um, Mary said it was garish. She did say it was garish. I agree. I won't kind of start using that word. I just thought it was creepy. So, so for instance, very upsetting for me. As a counterpoint, the one that I kind of hated was okay. the one that won, which was yeah. Ian's shortbread case, which he made with that homemade cylinder. Yep. And it and he had pink macaroons studying it. And I just That's thought right. it was too big. And there were macaroons was, inside also. Yeah, it was just not cute. It was not a cute box. And he didn't do anything to the shortbread. It was just shortbread. Yeah. In I, a cylinder. I mean, but I wonder what he... Then I guess, did he win for just like... It's hard, it's hard to say why anyone actually wins Star Baker. Because the, um, the criteria for judgment... Like, how they add up, like, right. what you do in the first challenge and the second challenge and the final challenge is never yeah, revealed. So no one, I have no idea, like, I didn't think that Ian was going to win. Well, so in this case, he had the, what seemed like the best biscotti. Yes. And then he came in third in the technical. That's right. And he, uh, he people liked his shortbread box. Thing. They did. They I did it. not. I, I, I didn't not really. I didn't, I didn't think it was fancy enough. I thought Thanks. Flora's would have been beautiful if uh, Flora hadn't played herself. It would have been really good. Yeah. The person that went home this week was Marie. Marie, who was Starbaker last week. Which seemed, which I was actually genuinely surprised. But I think when you think about it, it makes sense because it. I don't know who else you would have kicked off. Um, yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, I, I know was, you, you mentioned before that you would have kicked off Durrett, but I don't... I feel like her time is running out. Oh, oh, for sure. Durrett like is not... Like, next week is probably... She's not she's long not for long this life. Yeah, no. It's okay. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be okay. But, yeah, I was surprised to see Marie go. Right. No, I think Durrett has overperformed in a certain sense, and I think Ooh, Marie... Uh, Underperformed? Yeah. I, I think that she, had she escaped this week, she would have gone a lot farther than she did. That's probably true. Um, because is... she seems to have a good grasp on classics at the very least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, even though she's a little boring. Ian, his fanny pack, his children, his like kind of lame baking lives to see another day. And next week is very exciting. It is bread week. Bread. Love bread. Love carbs. Love to watch people. Oh, this is, we can finally talk about proving drawers. Oh, that's right. Yes.